Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days. Audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. She's a very caring child, very intelligent, has a big heart. I like kids, you know. It's not like you're babysitting them, it's like you're hanging out with them. You can do things like play with dolls and not feel stupid. <laughs> On that weekend, I was babysitting Madeline and Freya. Her name was Freya. She was 19 months old. As soon as she saw you, she would raise her chubby little arms up to you so she could be swept up into your world. Her smile was intoxicating. She loves sweets, the messier the better. I was supposed to like help out and like babysit only for a couple hours at a time. When I walked in the house, I had Freya in my arms. The only furniture in there was like a futon, which was in the living room. So we just pretty much like put pillows and blankets down. You know, it's like, okay, seems like it's gonna be fun. And we hung out, watched movies, I cooked for them, changed diapers, baths. I don't think I was completely fully capable with the responsibilities that they were given me. It felt like they were gone all the time. It just seems like a big old blob, hours and hours and hours. Freya woke up. We heard a noise, a loud, like, thumping noise. Uh, I was like, what was that? Madeline and I both, at the same time, went into the bedroom. Freya was in the fetal position with her butt about three inches above the floor. I picked her up, I brought her out to the futon thing, and she just 
fell over. I look at her and her eyes are just halfway open. And I was like, oh my God. And she started making like dinosaur noises. Like, <laughs> I was freaked out. Iron Medic 1, add it to the problem. Um, no, just baby. Uh, What's I'm the baby address, ma'am? Right what is your address? I, I don't know. Baby, uh, wake up. Uh, I'm, I'm in Seattle right now. And, uh, ma'am, ma'am, get a grip. Find a piece of paper with an address on it. I was digging on that entire counter, going from one end to the other end, trying to find mail. They didn't leave me anything. Just look on the paper. People have envelopes with their addresses on it all the time. This never happened to me before, you know? What's wrong with this baby? Um, envelope, envelope. Um, uh, 5206. In the hospital, I was like, what, what happened? They wouldn't tell me anything. And all of a sudden, I'm hearing killed and died and dead, and I'm, I just look up, I'm like, wait, wait a second, you know she's dead, you know she's dead? My name is Ashley House. I'm 13 years old, and I'm being charged with second-degree murder. Blaming the babysitter. As a society, we have readily endorsed the idea that teenagers babysit. It is almost a rite of passage for many. My name is Felina Niemeyer, and Freya was my great niece. What other Freyas are out there, and who is watching them? And who is ultimately responsible for Freya's death? Her babysitter is the obvious answer, yet there is a question because the babysitter is only 13 years old. She's not your typical 13-year-old. She really likes to interact with the younger kids. At 13, Ashley Howells may officially be a teenager. But she is truly a kid at heart. She is the last kid. They say that they do mature a little, a little slower. I don't know who they are, but... <laughs> Ashley is the youngest of John Howes and Mary Rose's three daughters. They live in a small town near Seattle. And if it were up to her dad, Ashley would stay young and innocent forever. I'm very protective of my girls. And I have a no spend the night policy. They only spend the night with family. So it was very unusual when John Howes agreed to let Ashley spend a weekend in Seattle acting as a mother's helper for family acquaintance, Morningstar Garden. I never wanted her to go in the first place. Why'd you let it go? Because my wife um, thought that it would be good for her to get out of the house. Ashley would be babysitting for Morningstar's two daughters, Madeline, five,
and Freya, 19 months. I just thought she was a nice girl. I knew that she did well in school. She's smart. <laughs> she was funny. She was friendly. So, on the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday weekend in January 2005, Ashley came to Seattle to babysit while her father and stepmother attended a party with Morningstar and her boyfriend, Gratian Klein. The plan was for the kids to stay at a nearby motel while the parents were at the party. Ashley's 16-year-old stepsister, Shauna, would be in charge. I was going to be like watching them, but not like in charge of them. That way I wouldn't have to make any decisions. I just play with all the kids, because yeah. that's what I do. Mm -hmm. But plans changed. Instead of checking into the motel that Friday night, Morningstar and Gratian took Ashley and the kids to this house that Gratian owned, but no longer lived in. What was the house like? It was kind of small. It didn't have much food in it. And then there was no bed in the room that we had. There was just like a couple blankets down, and then my sleeping bag and a little baby sleeping bag. Except for a television and a DVD player, there was very little for Ashley and the girls to do. Which left Ashley in a bind, she says, since Morningstar and Gratian spent most of the day Saturday behind a closed bedroom door. But they would like stay in that room all day. They like never ever came out. It's like they didn't have to go to the bathroom, they didn't eat or anything. They just stayed there and when they went out, they just walked out. Come Saturday night, the night of the party, Ashley's parents were shocked to learn that their daughter was on her own across town with the two small children. If Ashley was meant to be Freya and Madeline's primary babysitter, would you have let her go and babysit that weekend? I would have not. But when Morningstar assured Ashley's parents that their daughter had everything under control, Hello. they felt slightly better. And she came up to me and, and told me, wow, you have such a beautiful daughter. And she has been so good with these kids. The day after the party, Sunday, Ashley says she felt overwhelmed. They were there, and then I also felt that I was just doing this on my own. You need somebody checking up on you, making sure that everything's okay, especially when they know the baby's actual behaviors. So, so what was Freya like? Well, she was kind of whiny, so I didn't know like normal behavior for her. So I'm thinking, okay, this is normal, you know. That Sunday afternoon, Ashley and Madeline went to the movies while Morningstar and Gratian were with Freya for two hours. When Ashley got back, she gave Freya her bath. She was fussy, yes. I was just like, you know, hey, you know, very gently, just like, hey, look, it's just a bath. You know, there's nothing to be afraid of. It's a special little bath, you know, because she was crying. Morningstar felt Ashley was doing such a great job, she called Ashley's parents and asked that she be allowed to stay a third night, since it was a holiday weekend. You know, I go, shouldn't she come home? I go, isn't a weekend long enough? I just kind of gave in, I guess, again. Right after that phone call, Morningstar and Gratian left Ashley alone, again. Hey, what's going on? 
Oh, well, she was sleeping. How old, is, then, how old is she? How old is your sister? She's one? Okay, she's one. And she woke up, and I came in, and she was, like, she was crying, and then she just totally sucked, and her head just slumped over. She's not dead. She's breathing. Lieutenant Roger Sargent was the first EMT on the scene. At that point, we didn't really know uh, what had happened. But within hours, police were starting to get a better idea. You have no reason to be crying. And she just kept screaming. So I said, Freya, stop. And I'm, I'm shaking her, trying to get her to stop. Forty-eight hours listeners know to always expect the unexpected, including when home appliances break down. An American Home Shield warranty can restore your sense of security. It's simple. When a covered item in your home breaks, contact American Home Shield and their trusted and qualified pros will fix or replace it. Right now you could take 20% off. Go to ahs.com slash forty-eight to save twenty percent. That's ahs.com slash forty-eight for 20% off any plan. For more details, see ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty, which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. American Home Shield, don't worry, be warranty. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24 7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Freya's story is one of unforeseen tragedy and sadness. She was like a butterfly that was never completely let out of its cocoon. Her beautiful wings were completely formed, but she was never allowed to fly. I'm in Seattle right now, and uh... Ma'am, ma'am, I need to know where you're at. I remember walking into the emergency room waiting area. I remember uh, just going up to Morningstar and putting my arms around her, asking her if she had seen Freya yet, and she said no, that they were working on her. Felina Niemeyer is Freya Garden's aunt. I then remember seeing police officers walking around, and I knew that something really terrible had happened. Morningstar Garden had last seen her 19-month-old asleep before she headed out to the grocery store around 6 p.m. Sunday. She was plugged in on life support, and she 
just had a bunch of tubes and wires coming out of her and she wasn't good. Freya has sustained major head injuries, including a blood clot, retinal hemorrhaging, and blunt force trauma, injuries doctors told police were consistent with being violently shaken. Ashley was our most important witness. She was the only one there at the time that Freya slumped over. Deputy uh, Chief Clark Kimmerer is second in command for the Seattle Police Department. What happened here? Why are we in this hospital with a 19-month-old that is clinging to life? According to most doctors, the only other way for Freya to have sustained these kinds of head injuries would have been from a high-speed car accident or a fall from a great height, two things she was not involved in that weekend. So who had hurt Freya? Police now had a crime to solve and a short list of suspects to question. Morningstar Garden, the mother, Gratian Klein, the boyfriend, and Ashley Howes, the babysitter. The detectives involved were looking at everybody. What was your first impression of her, Ashley? She's 13 year old, that she was under control and that she was afraid. I was impressed that she had uh, a presence about her. On the other hand, EMT Roger Sargent says Morningstar's reaction caught him by surprise. She didn't really have a reaction. Did she ask you what happened? No. Did she never even ask what was wrong with her child? No, she did not. Late Sunday night, police brought in all three for questioning. A detective Stevens interviewed Ashley into the early morning hours before deciding to videotape her statements. And are you aware of the fact that I'm recording you on videotape as we speak? Yes. And that's okay with you? I have your permission to do that? Yes. Okay. Police provided Ashley with a doll to help her recount what happened in the hours leading up to Freya losing consciousness. And, and I was like washing her hair, mm -hmm. I was putting her back, and then she started kicking me and screaming. And I said, Freya, stop screaming, it is a bath. And after the bath, was she acting okay? After the bath? Yes. She was just, it seemed like she was like, like, ooh. Okay. Because she, she wouldn't really walk. Mm-hmm. She'd just like be, hmm. Okay. The more and Ashley so, talked, I got up. The worse and I it said, got. Okay, what's wrong? You have no reason to be crying. And she just kept screaming. So I said, Freya. When Ashley stated that she may have shaken the baby and then went into further detail and then ultimately demonstrated it to Sharon Stevens, that's when the world changed. While Ashley's world was changing, her parents, John Howes and Mary Rowe, were at home sleeping. I actually received a call that night at 9 o'clock from Gratian telling us that uh, Freya was in the hospital. And I offered to go over to Seattle and pick up Madeline and Ashley so they can focus on Freya. And Gratian told me that he would call me right back. But that call never came. Instead, the next time they heard from anyone wasn't until 4 a.m. Monday morning. And it was the Seattle police detectives to inform them of Ashley's arrest for the assault of Freya Garden. The proof did not point to Morningstar. The proof did not point to Gratian. The proof pointed to Ashley. At that point, Ashley's parents went to catch the ferry to Seattle. We had no information about anything. I mean, we had nothing. Nobody told us anything. Meanwhile, Morningstar and Gratian went back to the hospital to be with Freya. 
they've been working on her for hours and hours and it did finally come out that they were continuing to work on her to try and make me feel better and I just told them to stop. 19-month-old Freya Garden was pronounced dead at 5.20 Monday morning, nearly 12 hours after the 911 call from Ashley, who was now a murder suspect. She had pressure on the brain and all this stuff from the shaking. That's definitely what killed her. She's dead? She's dead. She died this morning, early this morning, from the brain, from the brain injuries. And I'm sorry to be the one to tell you this, and uh, um, but she did die from the brain injuries. She's dead. She's dead. Brain's dead. Sorry. What did you think when you heard that she died? I then I just felt like I was stabbed. I, I just held my breath and I was like, I was, I didn't know what I was thinking. I was, I started crying. I, I just couldn't speak. I just felt went down like something really heavy just dropped on me. Like, and just having to hear that that somebody died in your care is just terrible. It's like somebody's trying to hit you with a hammer and they're hitting you and you're getting the wind knocked out of you while being stabbed repeatedly in the heart. You just... Dr. Brian Johnston is the chief of pediatrics at Harborview Medical Center. I think this was an inflicted injury. In severe or fatal shaken baby cases, the symptoms would be apparent immediately after the shaking. They have difficulty breathing, they lose consciousness. He did not treat Freya that night, but has studied shaken baby cases. Would a 100-pound child be able to create enough force to kill a 26-pound uh, baby? A 100-pound child is the size of many average-size grown women, and uh, unfortunately we know that people that size are capable of inflicting these injuries on children. Stop! But Ashley insists she never hurt Freya, although the toddler did take a few falls that weekend while in her care. I know that I had nothing to do with killing her at all. Not even murder too. I didn't accidentally do anything. I didn't purposely do anything. I wasn't shaking her upside down. I wasn't shaking her hard at all. I was just trying to get her to calm down to have her, let her have a good, good weekend along with, uh, with me too. At the end of that horrible January weekend, two things were certain. Freya's short life was over, and 13-year-old Ashley's would never be the same. Freya was not meant to be taken. It was not her destiny to leave this world at such a young age and in such a violent way. Her life taken by her babysitter in an act of complete and uncontrollable rage. It is easy to mistake 13-year-old Ashley Howes for a typical teenager in the outskirts of Seattle, Washington. This is my room. Okay, this is your room, <laughs> huh, Ashley? Oh. You got a lot of stuff in here. Yeah. But what many of her neighbors don't know is okay, this energetic that. teen... Don't mix them up! is under house arrest for murder. So you get home by 2.35, and, yeah. uh, and, and 
Now, and you're wearing an ankle bracelet. Yeah. Show it to us. And actually, it's giving me a rash, and it's getting too small. If she isn't at school, she's at home. Now, exactly how far can you go with that monitor on your, on your ankle? To here. That's as far as you can go? Yep. Ashley is being monitored 24 hours a day. In other words, you can't go on the grass? Nope. Part of the agreement hammered out to allow her to remain free. So that means you can't join them? Nope. While awaiting trial in the death of 19-month-old Freya Garden. <laughs> as close as you get. Yep. They think you're guilty, and that's why they want you to put this on. Yeah. Guilty I, of what? I don't know of doing, of doing something to hurt a kid, a baby that died. And I didn't have any part in hurting her at all. But King County prosecutors say 13-year-old Ashley Howes is a killer. This is a child homicide case, a case in which we have filed charges of murder in the second degree. Assistant Chief Deputy Prosecutor Kathy Van Olst. This is Kathy. We have probable cause to believe that she in fact did kill Freya. According to the state, the evidence they need for a conviction comes directly from Ashley. You have no reason to be crying. Those statements are important to us, not only because it tells us what Ashley did and when she did it, but also provides imp critical information that the medical examiner was going to rely on with regard to the timing of the death. It wasn't really hard, and Madeline was with me right there. This is astounding to me that they charged it. There is no evidence. Defense attorney Brian Hirschman says detectives coerced Ashley's statements when they questioned her without a parent or lawyer present. Everybody loses their temper every now and then. Okay. When you have four professionals, each of whom have more experience than her years on earth, who's going to win that battle? So before her trial begins, Ashley's attorney is asking a judge to throw out all of the statements she gave to police. But it won't be easy. In Washington state, law enforcement can legally question anyone 13 years of age without a parent or an attorney present. And police claim Ashley knowingly and willingly waived her rights. It's sad to be called things that you're not. I've been called a baby killer. I've been called a baby strangler. I've been called um, a bad babysitter. If Ashley is found guilty, she could go to prison until she's 21. A thought that is on everyone's mind as they head to court. I've never had a murder case where I went into it feeling like I've, I've got them where I want them. And this case is no exception. The courtroom's not a friendly environment. The state is ready to proceed. We're ready to go to trial. All rise. Eight months after Freya Garden's death, Judge Mary Roberts is presiding over a pretrial hearing. Good morning. Please be seated. The prosecutors need to prove the detectives who question Ashley. We deal with bad people all the time. And you are not did nothing wrong and followed the letter of the law. Raise your right hand, please. Detective Carl Shiloh, C-H-I-L-O, interviewed Ashley that Sunday night while Freyer was at the hospital. She said she had shaken her when she cried for no reason. And she had shaken her a second time when she cried when splashing water in the bathtub. Suspicions grew when Ashley was given a pen and paper and she wrote this letter. It said in part, she does not deserve this. I do. I should have been more gentle with Freya. She did nothing for this. All because of me. 
I am going to just totally hate myself for this. After several hours of questioning, detectives were convinced Ashley had killed Freya. It was approximately 3 a.m. Monday morning when they rolled the videotape. I didn't realize that shaking her like this mm -hmm. could have done anything. I think that they, what they realized from the videotape statement was that Ashley was in fact implicating herself as a suspect in this case. It was only then that detectives read Ashley her Miranda rights. She was arrested and sent to the juvenile detention center. Early that Monday morning, her father John was allowed to see her. And when you saw her in that, what did you think? I went into tears. Howes had no idea what his daughter had told police, but he gave her strict instructions not to say anything more. She was sitting on my lap, and I, and I told her, definitely do not talk to anybody until I get a lawyer. But after John Howes left, Ashley was brought back to the police station, where she was interviewed by homicide detectives Nathan Janes and Paul Takamoto. she ever tell you that she did not want to talk to you? No. Did she ever ask for a lawyer? No. Did she ever ask for a parent? No. Detective Janes even had Ashley read over her rights before he began questioning her. Why is that? Because I wanted to make sure she did understand that she did not have to talk to us and what these rights actually mean. Did the respondent indicate in any way to you that she understood her rights? Yes. But under cross-examination, he had a different story. Was she able to explain the rights to you? Uh, no, not right that moment, no. Okay. Detective Jane says, do you understand those rights? Can you explain them to me? And she just sat there with this blank look on her face. You said to Ashley. Okay, you still want to talk to us then? It's up to you. Her response was. My dad said, I'm supposed to talk to anybody. I'm him, are you a lawyer? A lawyer is present. Hirschman says Ashley was invoking her right to remain silent but the detectives kept on pushing her. And then you say, okay, it's not like we're trying to railroad you or anything like that. She says, I'm supposed to wait. I'm supposed to wait. You recall that? Yep, that's correct. They did wait for about an hour. And it was during that break that John Howes got a hold of Detective Janes on the phone. He said, well, we're doing um, more questioning. Is, is that all right? And I said, well, no, it's not all right. And he's all, well, John, tell you the truth, we're really looking at the parents. Hey, I'm sorry this took so long. I was just talking to your dad. So John agreed to let his daughter talk. As long as you don't ask her any questions that have, you know, to do with her. But detectives talked about a lot more than Morningstar and Gratian. How many times did you shake Twice? Okay. And after being detained for more than 19 hours, they say there were no more questions about who killed Freya. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s, you play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. 
While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. This is the most emotional case I've had in, in memory. I have not slept well. I find myself trying to be with my family, and I'm pacing. My mind is a thousand miles off. This is horrible. In his 20 years as a defense attorney, Brian Hirschman says he's never defended anyone like 13-year-old Ashley Howes. I'm going to hold the state to its burden because my client hasn't confessed to anything. My client's innocent. He believes detectives manipulated Ashley into saying she shook Freya. Ashley, for the record, did you ever shake Freya? No. And I said, okay, what's wrong? Ashley says her demonstration in the police video does not show shaking, but rather... It was a vibrating, wiggling, rocking in a comforting mode situation. As the pretrial hearing continues, Hirschman points out that detectives are the ones who suggested the word shake. Detective, would you agree or disagree with the proposition that until you told Ashley that the doctors said this child has been shaken, she never brought up the topic of shaking. That's right. Ashley repeatedly said she wiggled the child. The testimony from the detectives was she didn't use the word shake, they did. And that's what Hirschman says Ashley wrote in that letter during her interrogation. Saturday, I grabbed her and, well, not necessarily shook her, but wiggled her for about three, four, maybe five seconds at the most. The defense says almost 19 hours after she was brought in for questioning, the detectives went after Ashley during her weakest moment, insisting she had killed Freya. She's dead? She's dead. Sorry to tell you this way, I actually forgot that you didn't know for a second. <laughs> the only thing that can cause these injuries is the shaking. That's it. You just lose your temper for a second or something? I didn't lose my temper, I know that. Okay, well I know you shook her because everything you've told me is no one else could have. That's the problem. If you keep being told something over and over and over and told the details of what they want you to say, then you'd start thinking of it. I know I didn't do anything, but being pressured is also difficult to deal with. So it's kind of hard 
you know, when, there's when a professional is telling you you did something. My client, who'd been up for a day and a half being interrogated, finally buckled. Hirschman says that in the detectives' rush to judgment, they failed to pursue the other suspects. Do you think Gratian and Morningstar were investigated thoroughly no. in this case? No, absolutely not. They were nervous and, what was the other word, evasive. Nervous and evasive were the words used by one of the officers. After their initial statements, it took investigators eight days to bring Morningstar and Gratian back in for questioning. First of all, Morningstar would not get on the phone with me at all. Uh, Gratian kept putting off having any interviews done with them. Would it have been beneficial to this investigation to get to Gratian and Morningstar before a week had passed? Yes. There were obvious signs of suspicious activities. Cocaine and marijuana were found in Gratian and Morningstar's bedroom. When they said to you that the drugs weren't theirs, did they look like they were telling the truth, best you could tell? Well, <clears throat> I uh, think they were lying to me, but I couldn't prove it. There was also a receipt that shows the couple was buying beer, malt liquor, and baking soda that weekend. Would you please tell Her Honor why baking soda can be significant to a scene where cocaine is found? Cocaine is normally cut with baking soda. But no drug charges were ever filed. Were you or Grayson using crack cocaine that weekend? Not that I know of. I can only, I mean, I can really only speak for myself. I can't say I know that he wasn't on drugs. They made their choice. There were three people they could have pointed a finger at, and they chose my client. Brian Hirschman says he was prepared to present some critical information he uncovered during his own investigation. There was a lot of reason to look at Morningstar. Morningstar had a child die about 10 or 11 years ago under suspicious circumstances. Can you tell us what happened? Um, he died of crib death. When the autopsy happened, I thought maybe they would come up with some kind of concrete facts that said there was a genetic deficiency or something like that, but just nothing. Hirschman also found Child Protective Services had investigated Morningstar on numerous occasions. Can you address for us the, the CPS record? It was just harassment. I mean, and the number of times that they've gotten these crank calls, it's like they've come over to my house a bazillion times and all they ever see is great stuff. Morningstar says those calls to CPS began during a custody battle with Madeline's father. Everywhere that I go, I always get compliments on my parenting. I mean, I'm almost patient to a flaw. And then there is Morningstar's boyfriend, Gratian Klein, who declined to talk to 48 Hours. His criminal history includes convictions for drug possession and harassment. It didn't affect my comfort level of him interacting with my kids because he's just a really kind, loving person. I have to ask you, did you have anything to do with Freya's death? No. Did Gratian have anything to do with Freya's death? No. After eight days of pretrial testimony... Good morning. Please be seated. The judge is ready to make her decision. And she has some harsh words for the detectives. 
virtually all of the questioning was aimed at Ms. Howe's conduct, not at the conduct of the other suspects. Detective Stevens' questioning can only fairly be characterized as an interrogation. Detective Chilo's nervous and defensive demeanor was such that this court found his testimony almost completely without credibility. Ms. Howe was unable to explain her rights back to Detective Janes when he asked her to do so. And when asked whether she wanted to go ahead regardless, she said, quote, I'm supposed to wait, unquote. These statements from a 13-year-old in the circumstances of this case are a clear invocation of her right to remain silent and her right to counsel. The videotape statement is not admissible. None of Ashley's videotaped statements can be used at her trial. Freya's family is devastated. The truth is being suppressed. The fact that someone is going to be possibly found not guilty, not because they're not guilty, but because of a technicality, is pretty upsetting. But the trial is still going forward, and Ashley faces the possibility of spending the next eight years of her life behind bars. Do you ever wonder where all your money went, like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Judge Robert ruled yesterday half the statements the teenager had given Seattle police were not admissible in court. Day one of the trial. After getting those police videos thrown out, attorney Brian Hurstman's job now is to keep Ashley out of prison. I'm not going to take the rep for something I didn't do, and the person that did it should go down for it and not me. All rise. Good morning. Please be seated. Go ahead when you're ready, Ms. Herman. In her opening statements, Prosecutor Christine Herman says Ashley shook Freya to death. Freya Garden died due to the respondent's assaultive behavior of her. That's why we're here. The defense says there are other explanations. What the court is going to find at its conclusion is that the state has nowhere near the evidence sufficient to establish proof beyond a reasonable doubt. But before calling their first witness, 
the prosecution calls for an unexpected recess. I am uh, asking the court at this time for a recess for the rest of the day. Right now the prosecutors are upstairs making some very difficult decisions. The next day, a stunning announcement. We are unable to proceed. I will be asking the court to dismiss. I didn't do that. Without those videos, prosecutors say they no longer had a timeline to prove that Freya was fatally injured in Ashley's care. The timeline was so critical because most experts say babies that are shaken show symptoms almost immediately. It was critical evidence in that the statements that Ashley made about when things happened and what she did and what the baby's reactions were, were findings that the medical examiner could then use to state an opinion as to what, when the baby was injured and when the baby was fine. Well, I will grant the motion to dismiss. The case is dismissed. This is the little girl that everyone should be talking about. And the police department and judges need to realize that sometimes people that play a role in murders don't look like monsters. Sometimes they're teenagers and they have blue eyes and blonde hair and they seem innocent. We have two videotape confessions. And two. they threw everything out. And she threw them out. I don't want this little girl to live the rest of her life with people saying she got off on a technicality. She didn't. She's innocent. I'm just happy that we can go on um, and just move through the next stage of what life has to, to bring. That next stage begins with the removal of Ashley's monitoring bracelet. I get to live. I get to go out and I get to go places with my parents and I don't have to stay in my house and do nothing. Bert? Yes. All right. So you're done. You're free. Yes, I am. Let's go. So what really happened to Freya? If Ashley didn't kill Freya, who did? I can't say that, and I won't say that. I can only tell you, if this was an intentional act, there were only one of three people who could have done it. Ashley, mom, and mom's boyfriend. Police and prosecutors say they thoroughly investigated Morningstar and Gratian and are adamant the couple is innocent. When Ashley laid out the circumstances, of what occurred that night. It pretty much definitively excluded the possibility that either Morningstar or Gratian were the cause of the trauma that led to the death of Freya. Is that to say that the Seattle Police Department believes to this day that Ashley Howes is responsible for the death of Freya Garden? We have no information, no basis to believe anything different at this time. A year has passed since Freya's death. But 14-year-old Ashley Howes says she is never far from her thoughts. I talk to her. I have had dreams. I ask her to try to show me in any way what happened to her. I tell her I miss her. And now all sides are left to struggle with the reality that no one is being held responsible for Freya's death. Every parent that hires a babysitter needs to make sure, is the babysitter responsible? The parents of the babysitter also need to be responsible. 
We need to protect each other. I wish that had happened for Freya. I often think about the things that Freya will miss, the joys in life that will escape her. The world will never know how many lives she would have touched. In 2013, Ashley Howes received a $215,000 settlement in a suit she filed against the city of Seattle and four detectives who questioned her during the investigation. Prime members, you can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.